Hello, everybody. Welcome to FSP. Uh, this is episode number 13. I appreciate you guys uh, being here in the chat. Um, hello to all these awesome faces. Um, and uh, as well as, hey, no, we didn't have Xbox Ultimate last night. It had some things that had to get done. So I uh, apologize to anybody who's looking forward to that show. But we are here on a Saturday for FSP. And we're going to have some fun because we have... A very fun guy to have be on the show. As somebody that have actually have been wanting to have on Xbox Ultimate for a while, and just be, Friday nights are no bueno for this man at all. Uh, so it's like, hey, King, you know we got other shows too. We got FSP, we got PM and the PM. Hey, you, you pick, man, you pick. And he's like, hey, let's do the Saturday. Like, let's go. And I was like, hey, let's do it, man. Like, and uh, I'm super honored to have royalty here. Um, and also a lord as well, and one and only King David, man. Welcome to the show. Thank you for being here, man. Well, thank you for having me. I love your room. I love your room as well, sir. Um, we'll get to your room. Oh, fuzzy. Come on, man. Where's the camera at, bro? You know my whole rule is where's the camera at, bro? And I'm not going to jump on you right now because you didn't know. And I love you absolutely so much because you have Twitter and everything. You're fantastic. But the camera, bro. I'm I'm a stickler for that because these dudes have some awesome stuff going on in their background. And it's it's, it's an eye-gasm, to be serious. It's an eye-gasm. <laughs> but it's not, I told not my as wife orgasmic as your uh, as your statues, King. <laughs> Listen, you know hey, what? Everybody's a, a lord and a king in their own realm. That stuff is phenomenal for you. My stuff is phenomenal yeah. for me. His stuff is phenomenal for him. This, trust me. You know, I'm in awe of your stuff as well. You know, trust me. I, I see the meticulous way that you uh, put stuff together. The posters, the background, the stuff looks fantastic. The PC looks incredible. Those controllers that's in the background, is that like a poster that you did? What, what, what's going on back there? Please explain that no, to me because I wanted to ask you, but we were talking about COVID. <laughs> what, what, what's, what's going on back there, sir? No, I um, went to Home Depot, you know, grabbed some of those um, boards you put up in the garage. I was like, mm-hmm. let's be creative. You know, I love collecting my controllers. I actually have my other three PlayStation controllers that will be here next week. And um, I don't know, to me, it's just an art, you know. It's beautiful. It, it, it's an art. And people that make these controllers put they, they, their lives into it, the design, the sweat, yeah. the tears. And to me, this is my art. This is my art, you know. And I think I probably need to put up about three more. Um, three more boards some, or three more controllers? Three more boards. No, three more boards. Yeah. Um, just to get ready for the future because... Now that Sony trying to do what play what Xbox been doing with the controllers and the customizations yeah. and stuff, I think mm-hmm. they're gonna start, you know, tick for tech with each other, you know. So and I'm gonna try and keep up. Only regret I have is when a Sea of Thieves controller came out, yeah. I did not get it. And when I thought about it, like two weeks later, I went back to it get it. Gone. It was sold out. Man, they want three, four, five hundred dollars for that controller. Wow, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah those, I guess those, it pays to get in on those things early, then, right? I mean, geez, yeah, those, three, those yeah, customs very early. It's uh, it's it's. We had an interview, uh, you know, Iron Lords podcast. We had an interview with the um, well, on site. It wasn't even. It was a uh, impromptu interview with the the maker of the Elite controller mm-hmm. right before the Elite Two was coming out, 
and you know we talked about all the stuff and he we, we you know gave him our gripes about what we felt about with the elite one and all the problems and actually to be honest with you all the stuff that he did talk to me it wasn't just fan service they actually fixed that stuff um yep. in the elite two because i got the halo edition elite two controller and i was like man this dude was spot on with everything that he said and, and you know crap. what um nah that hurts because i did pre-order the elite two halo edition yeah and it got canceled. I have the no console? idea. I, it, it got canceled. The controller. the controller got canceled. I have no idea what happened. Oh, like, no idea. And again, yeah. it's one thing you can't find it. <laughs> no, no, yeah. That thing is, um, I, I was uh, I was very lucky early, early on because we was doing the live reveal of the stuff. And then, you know, uh, somebody hit me in the DMs with a portal and I was just flew into the right. portal mm-hmm. <laughs> as quickly as possible. Yeah, because I pre-ordered that and the Xbox Halo edition. I got mm-hmm. lucky enough to pre-order both of them. But again, did the you controller, get the, did you get the console or I did not. I ended up canceling it because that's where my other computer went out. Oh, I think I was talking to you about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I ended up spending the extra money getting a PC, you know. Yeah. My wife, she, she, (laughs) woo, I I can hear her now. I can hear her now. Yeah. I would have picked up both them, you know. Yeah. Like, what the hell? You spent how much? I can hear it now. So, PC (laughs) and Xbox. Uh, PC, what the hell? You are sleeping with him? Yeah. Like yeah, I, 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 <laughs> trust me, my she controls me because uh I told her I'm doing a podcast on Saturday. She's like, hmm. I know what hmm <laughs> means. Like <laughs> I tell people all the time, yeah. boy, that's the only person that controls me yeah, in the I, world. <laughs> I, I wait till like right before we're about to fall asleep till I tell my wife I'm gonna be on a show the next day. Just <laughs> no, just because yeah. I know she's too tired to give me too much of a problem uh-huh. about it, you know? Uh-huh. Like, oh I forgot yeah, okay. to tell you. Oh if, shit! I forgot she's listening right now. Yeah, um, see, I, I grew up in the, in 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 the age of Al Green. Uh, I, I don't ever tell a woman anything right before we in bed. <laughs> there you go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you go. You learn early. Yes, that's right. Both about to fall asleep. I can hear her start to breathe a little bit heavier, and I'm like, "Oh, hey, by the way, babe, I'm gonna be on a show tomorrow." No, no, no. There's, there's, there's a couple of places that you don't give news like that to the kitchen. And then you go. <laughs> oh, you go. number one. While she's driving. Yeah. Yeah. Number two. <laughs> and, and at a family uh function. Yeah. Oh, when when yeah. she's working in the kitchen, like if she's doing something in the kitchen, it's like you don't you don't want to speak yeah. at all. You know what I mean? Oh, you my see wife, how my she, wife cooks, my wife, she, she, you she see good. How she down. Yeah, she good. She'll she'll my wife would think like I would start talking to her and she'd be like, uh-huh. And I'm like, okay. And then, and then, like I'm in the middle of the night, she will wake me up. Oh mm-hmm. no, I'm not done with you. Like what? what yeah. What? Exactly. Oh my god. Like, what? Oh, those are the worst. Like, what? Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Don't don't get into an argument. And sleep in the other room. Oh, absolutely. No. Oh, no, no, no. 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 You come to bed. Exactly. <laughs> you come to bed. Those are those those are tough conversations to have when you're like half asleep. You know. Um, anyways, hey guys, uh, as well as the one and only king david we also have uh key uh here as well as always and thanks for being here man how are you doing doing good man doing good i had a little hiccup this week that um oh man i had a crazy week <laughs> let me just put it like that you know i was at work the other day last week and my leg went out on me um oh, man. oh no you know, I, I i i i i'm an amputee on my left leg i got a below knee amputation done a few years ago Sorry, and, um, oh no! Nah, it's literally one of the best things that's could have happened to me. 
10 surgeries later, I decided to get amputated. But, you know, I'm still doing the work I do, you know, love doing it, driving me crazy, but it is what it is. And um, last week I took a step and I heard a loud crack. I kind of went down and I had to get this leg replaced and fixed. But besides that, I've been doing good dealing with that. We got hit with like 18 inches of snow. So I've been in the house in Michigan. Oh, Michigan. Yeah. Michigan, first, coldest first, place in the world. Man, I'm telling you, it's funny because we got hit with the snow and it was like 32 degrees. And then when the snow was over, it dropped down to like negative three. Oh, oh geez. wow. And so it was, it was like back to back. So I've been in the house all week. Yeah. <laughs> but besides that, I'm doing good. You know, I'm always happy to get on here, kick it with you guys, talk games. You know, that's what we love doing. And I'm I'm ready. King, appreciate you, man, coming on here. You know, oh, I, I, listen, I've been following you on Twitter, and look, this this is the first time I actually get to communicate with you. Yeah. Besides laughing at them jokes you be putting out on Twitter. Yo, listen, <laughs> Mav Mav knows it's certain people in the community that I mess with, right? And yes, he knows, like he he called me on to do a little snippet thing uh, with uh, me and Cog on some other stuff that he was putting together, and. Every time I check out his channel, everything is positive. Everything is, you know, for the community. Everything is uplifting. Everything is good. He doesn't even know I check out some of his late night Halo sessions that I just <laughs> like. Like yeah. I'm in bed, and if if you see like your your stream go up by like one number, it be me in bed looking at you. But um, uh, right I'm on, on YouTube, so I don't be on my phone. Uh, but. I'm I'm down for his stuff. So when he said that he had a, a a spot, he was looking for a spot. I said I gave him my days what I what I'm able to work with, and I know Saturday is like really a no no for me. But I'm running past the wife, and she was like, "Yeah, yeah, guy, guy, definitely." So um, yeah, well, super you know, appreciate it, man. You are right now, man. Yeah, yeah, I, I love energy. So it's it's important for me, just like it's important for me to get people that I respect on, on the show, right? And also, uh, like to have a good time, keep that. I mean, you, you get messy a little bit sometimes on Twitter, right? But it's always in a fun way. It's never in yeah. like a negative, oh, never disrespectful, attack, disrespectful man. Nah, way, nah. you know what I mean? And when it comes to like personal stuff between other people, you always keep that stuff out of it. It's always yeah. about the stuff that we're talking about. And honestly, most of the time, you're right. You know what I yeah, mean? They don't like so, me. It, it is <laughs> what it is. They don't like you know, like you got to like if me. you're if you're if you're speaking the truth, you're not really trolling that much. You know, right. so, um, but as well as the amazing key, we also have our other regular panel member here, the the one and only Fuzzy Belvedere. Thank you for being here. As always, sir, Felix the Cat, how you doing, man? <laughs> Thank you for having me, guys. And I, I I do apologize. No no camera yet. I'm still working on my setup here. But uh, we'll, we'll definitely make a, a, a better right? effort to get that all resolved yeah, sure. here soon but so happy to have uh king david on here watch uh, you, everything from his uh statue shows to you know iron lords on sunday uh, man it's just awesome to have him here thank you um, but man oh man there's just so much good gaming news that's been going on these past few weeks a few i, I won't say eyesores but like some random people on tiktok <laughs> You know, complaining about Microsoft, but other than that, Jesus. things have been just awesome. And <laughs> yeah. man, I, I I can't wait to get to these topics. And so glad to have King David here. Man, it's awesome being here today. Uh, I, I was talking to Mav in the background about the statues. I was like, I did. Um, I'm supposed to unbox three statues today, so I yeah. already unboxed Lady Death from XM, and um, I'm in the middle right now of unboxing Planet Hulk. Um, 
Ooh. from XM Studios. And after that, I'm going to unbox Ultron. So the videos is inbound. I was just working on a new intro and stuff like that uh, for that stuff to come up. So Nice. But, um, yeah, look, we'll look forward to that, man. Um, I've checked out some of those uh, videos as well um, uh, that you have. And, man, some of those statues are just absolutely insane like the detail and like it's the artistry that it's like it's like motion come to life in a lot of them you know what i mean so it paints a picture it's like it's like a comic you know come to life it's kind of what it does and i'm a huge comic book junkie yeah (laughs) right on man um but hey you know guys let's get into some of these topics because this is fsp and we got some stuff to talk about so uh we'll start off with with this the there was some um Interesting things happened. We got the a major acquisition uh, from PlayStation of uh, acquiring Sony Interactive Entertainment and uh, acquiring Bungie, and uh, this was a pretty big deal for them. Uh, numbers wise, it goes down as three point six billion. Supposedly, I guess it's like two point four with like one point two coming years after with incentives uh, to retain employees after the um, deal goes through. But however you slice it, at the end of the day, it's still $3.6 billion is being spent to acquire uh, this company as long as everything uh, boils down to uh, coming through on that. So, man, there was some interesting comments. And as far as, like, the whole deal of acquiring a company, uh, that doesn't surprise me a whole lot, right? I think that Bungie is probably looking to be acquired in this market currently. There was rumors that they had been shopping around to to Microsoft before and got turned down by Microsoft at that point because they wanted too much money at the time. And then it goes on to, uh, hey, finally they found a match with, with Sony. Uh, it's supposedly been in a deal in the works for like five, six months. Um, but the thing that surprised me was not necessarily the deal happening, but the some of the statements that have come out in the... Um, articles and the interviews and and all these things from from them with talking about the future of the company and the direction in which they're headed and uh this is one one of the reasons it's actually awesome to have king here because i already kind of am familiar with some of your thoughts on this which have been predicted well before i even read these articles and stuff uh, uh relating to this acquisition um but they use the word multi-platform a lot in the future of PlayStation, <laughs> right? They, and and they, it's not just related to Bungie. They're relating it into the future of PlayStation. And even with an interview with Jim Ryan, he says, you guys already know uh, we have been saying that we are uh, uh, going multi-platform. And I'm like, wait, wait a second. Nobody's talking about this. Like, nobody, nobody's, nobody's speaking on this sentence that this man who's like in charge of PlayStation just said that we are going multi-platform. And it, and it kind of makes me question, like, what, what does he mean by that? When is, when is that happening? Because, you know, does he just mean PC and PlayStation or does he have other aspirations? And right now they're not making that really clear. They're just using a word that can be interpreted in many different ways. So we'll start with King. What do you think they mean by multi-platform and their future? He was very clear in the wording. It said rival consoles. It's, it's absolutely in black and white. It's very clear. So if somebody doesn't want to read that very clear statement, it said rival consoles. That I mean, listen, Jim Ryan is a money man, you know, and, and I got a lot of flack, you know, from uh, uh, 
the PlayStation community for, you know, giving them nicknames like Dance Moves Jim and, uh, you know, uh, Lion Ryan. Yeah. And so, you know, the the thoughts behind it is, first of all, I told dudes when they hired him as the head of the PlayStation uh, brand, he was there to clean up the backyard. And I thought, I've always thought that he was making PlayStation and Sony books clean to be sold. And I still stand behind the statement, right? Because when he went to Europe, he consolidated consolidated everything, fixed the books, fixed the studios, fixed everything over there. The moment that he got in, Sean Layden was out. PlayStation now was $6. Um... Or they dropped it to ten something, but he 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 dropped the price, right? Automatically, right off the rip. First day on the job, buy. One guy's out, next guy's in. Um, then you start looking at certain acquisitions. You look at Nixus, Nixus, and that's my heart. Nixus' sole job is to port games over to the PC. So if I'm hiring you and your DNA is PC entertainment and how to get and facilitate our games there quicker than the cadence that we're doing now, then that must be our mission statement now. So with the purchase, or is it a partnership with Bungie? Because you tell me, I don't know how many of you guys here said, hey, I'm going to give a ring to my wife. We're going to get married and she can still go sleep with everybody else that she's been with. Hell to the no. That is not exactly what we're doing here. And they raised that proposition to Microsoft. And don't tell me, oh, they tr- they asked for too much money. It's We have already seen Microsoft doesn't care about the cash part because the cash part doesn't matter. But it's, it's, it's who you're loyal to and what that means. Right. So was Bungie right. pushing the hard line that we still want to be multi-plat and we still want to go all over the place? Because they were inside Game Pass for a year. Yeah. And they were giving all their DLC for uh, in Game Pass for a year. So there was talks. We saw them booed up. We thought they were right back at the situation. Because as soon as she came from Activision, she slipped right back to Microsoft. So, again, is this a partnership or is the acquisition? Was Sony desperate in exactly what they were offering that they took this deal? I don't believe so. I believe Sony saw their mission statements align with their mission statements. You make games as a service. You're very successful. <coughs> Excuse me. You have a huge fan base, very dedicated, loyal patrons that follow you from every iteration of this same title. And they purchase at a cadence per month. And every time DLC drops, you know, DLC drops, we swoop back in, we play for a couple of months and we swoop back out. DLC drop, I'm, I'm, I'm right with you. We swoop in, we play. Sony sees this reoccurring money and they need their expertise in this area. Now, Sony's biggest deficiencies was multiplayer online games first person shooters yeah you single-handedly 
knocked out your biggest deficiencies in one swoop. So yeah, I can see the PlayStation dudes running in the street screaming. I can see some goofy dudes talking about we got Halo. Can't <laughs> <laughs> get that one at all. That was surprising, <laughs> man. Like seeing these people that you see all in, in these like chats all the time, you know, and they're always like, "Hey, act like they know what they're talking about," and, and talking crap and stuff, you know. And then they will go out there at this, and the first thing they say after this goes down is like. Oh, we got Halo on PlayStation. It's like, man, you guys don't pay attention to anything. No, like, they don't. I think uh, the Crash Bandicoot thing uh, kind of got them shook. It, they, uh, <laughs> they were in their feelings on that. And yeah. they're like, oh, we got to get them back. Oh, yeah, it's this must have been that. The Master Chief. <laughs> they think it's a war. Yeah. You know, the Sony, yeah. the Sony it, it's not a war. You're talking about a trillion dollar company versus a billion. It's not a war. Somebody purchases a complex and you guys purchase an apartment. Bungie was an apartment inside the complex of Activision. They got evicted. (laughs) Or they left. They didn't pay their rent. Whatever. They're gone. Microsoft brought the whole building. Yeah. You got to understand how they're playing this game here. But back to Sony and where their mission is, they released it. They told you, we got 25 games in development. 10 of those games is games of service. This is telling you where they want to go. Jim Ryan told you, you're not enough. What he means is he wants exactly what Microsoft wants as far as that bag. You know what's the real problem, what's really holding Sony back, and people hate when I say this, is the hardware. You're having a problem right now getting your hands on a PlayStation 5, and that's bothering the hell out of everybody inside Sony, to be honest with you. Yeah. And research and development is probably bothering the hell out of them. They, yeah, want they just you to had to purchase... lower their forecast again on sales. Exactly. $25 billion out the window. Yep. Do you think investors want to hear that? So they look over to Jim like, how, how are you going to fix this? Games of service, I got you. We can, we, get the, we can get this money going. We can get these games out there. We can get these games to the people they're not enough, Jim. Well, we do have PC. There's a reason why MLB The Show is on Game Pass day and date this year too. You thought it was a one-off last year. Somebody said, when did they start changing? It happened already. Yeah. It was crazy because, you know, to launch the PS5, the messaging was so different, right? Because they were selling to their core, Right. They're selling to their hardcore fans, hey, you need to go get this console, and here's the reason why, right? They're spreading one message while it seems like behind the scenes, we need to get everything in place for where we're actually going because we're not going to leave these, what Microsoft calls 3 billion gamers out there, just to be consumed by them, right? Like The the traditional model, I feel, King, is kind of, um, it has its place, but it's capped. Right, you're only going to sell so many five hundred dollar boxes, right? And if your ecosystem only exists within that, it only has so much room for growth, right? You're always going to you're not going to evolve past that console That's space, healing. right? Yeah. So I'm going to read this, and I'm going to uh, get a, a, a couple of takes on this, guys. But uh, first, real quick, Mister Joanna Dark with the five dollars super chat. I appreciate you. It says good evening, fellas. Uh, love today's guest and ready to enjoy a good show. Heck yeah. Um, and Lord Roughness with the $5 Super Chat. Appreciate you as well, sir. Lord Roughness says, I'm <laughs> sorry I owned a PS4 and hardly played it. 
That was PS5 pretty much copying what Xbox is doing. Tell me why I should get a PS5. Hashtag Xbox for the win. Um, yeah, Lord Roughness is obviously an Xbox fan. Um, but, <laughs> I can tell Lord. by the picture. Um, so I'm going to read this statement. Uh, this was an interview right after with GameIndustry.biz. Okay, right after the acquisition. So this is from Jim Ryan himself. I've been on record talking about increasing the size of the PlayStation community and expanding beyond our historic console heartland. This can take many forms, and definitely one of the main ones is the ability for the wonderful games that we've been making over the past 25 years to be enjoyed in different places and played in different ways. We are starting to go multi-platform. You've seen that. We have an aggressive roadmap with live services 10 by 2026. They said that later. And the opportunity to work with and particularly learn from the brilliant and talented people from Bungie that is going to be that is going to considerably accelerate the journey we find ourselves on. This this one statement is it's just crazy. It's just hearing this come out of PlayStation's mouth. We are starting to go multi-platform. You've seen that. If I if I would have told you like three years ago, the, well, what what if they what if they said that right before the PS5 came out? And just a statement: We are starting to go multi-platform. Like, what would the reaction be? Like, nobody's talking about this. The, the fact that. This is the language being used here. They're only, they're talking about Bungie and ex- being excited for Bungie, and this is a, this is a, in my opinion, it's honestly a good thing, right? Because it means we get more competition from PlayStation, and we're going to get more variety of, of games and, and stuff coming from them. But the PlayStation is changing dramatically, right? They're moving from that Nintendo style model more into the Xbox style model, right? And maybe somewhere in between, but they're going pretty heavy in that side right now, right? With the shift, um, uh, fuzzy. Well, I, I will go to you on this, man. Like, mm-hmm. define multi-platform. Like, <laughs> what does Jim mean? He says we're starting to go multi-platform. What does that? What does that mean? On the, from the most simplest standpoint, it it means more than just a PS5 box itself. So definitely PC. Yeah, I, I'm assuming they look at like MLB as being on multiple devices as well, including the competition's devices. I don't know if they're quite ready to do that with some of their games, but a multiplayer game, something that's a live service, I could totally see them looking to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of their single player games, though, it, it, it's hard to say just yet if they're if they're going to go full boat and you see that like in Game Pass or something like that, but. I wouldn't be surprised for down the road. Uh, once I, I remember King David talking about like they might wind up going the Sega route, where at some point they wind up being a third party, you know, developer or, or, or studio in that regard. But it, it's definitely they're looking at PC, and I'm kind of surprised they're not at the day and date just yet, especially considering they just did the release for um, Uncharted and the Lost Legacy. It's still not on Steam. They have a placeholder on Steam, but it's still not purchasable on Steam. So it kind of has me, you know, uh, a little boggled or whatever. But um, 
yeah, I, I, I think they're looking beyond the PlayStation 5 box itself or even the PlayStation 4 box because those two combined, let's just say on a most generous estimate, there's 150 million units out there. And we know that a lot of people are buying multiple consoles. We know a lot of scalpers have them still in their basement. So that doesn't <laughs> yeah. necessarily mean that there's 150 million purchasing customers out there. So what was it like 20% look- or something are, are probably sitting in 25% haven't been turned on. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, if, if there's that much that <laughs> hasn't been activated or used or game purchased, they got to look at other avenues. And, and my Microsoft was already ahead of the game on that with, you know, expanding to the PC platform. So if they do that same deal, that gives them a lot more opportunity. And I'm kind of surprised they don't have like a PS Plus or PS Now app on their TVs. I mean, yes, their TVs are not, you know, top tier, like, well, they're still top tier, but they're not as popular as they once were. Samsung and and, uh, LG have kind of taken that crown at this point, but I'm kind of surprised they haven't even looked at, at at least that avenue to get more of their games in people's hands that can be purchased and played on their TVs. So, but uh, yeah, they, they definitely are looking beyond the console at this point. Yeah. Um, key, like multi-platform, do you think we'll at some point see some form of PlayStation games on potentially even an Xbox? I mean, is that a possibility to you? Uh, I don't It sounds crazy. I mean, it's, it, it does sound crazy, right? But we already see that right now with the show. Remember last year mm-hmm. when the show hit and people on the PS5 were having to pay $70 for it, but in on Xbox it was in Game Pass, and that's a Sony first-party game, right? Like, it's pretty interesting, man. It's very interesting because, first off, to me, you know, going back to the whole Bungie deal, you know, on Twitter, it's funny reading people tweets, and at the same time it's yeah. irritating yeah. <laughs> because, like, just seeing the fact of, like we was talking about with the whole Halo. Oh, PlayStation get Halo, and it's like, Jesus, go, go watch TV, like get put down the phone, go go read a book or something. Like, no, you you missing it. I feel like honestly, I do feel like. First off, PlayStation is panicking. I said that before. PlayStation is panicking. Reason being because now every time you look up. Xbox is making some type of headline. People's talking about Xbox. Xbox is, is people are buying more Xbox. People talking about a Game Pass. Not Xbox. People are talking about Game Pass. Not necessarily Xbox. So therefore, I feel like PlayStation is panicking. You see people always talking about, oh, well, PlayStation need their own Game Pass. Well, they're asking the Game Pass. You see people write about it. You see people talk about it on podcasts. Like PlayStation is panicking. PlayStation, for the first time, is now beginning to feel the heat. Mm-hmm. Period. That's what this is all about. Can can I can I ask you a question? Talk if to. They me. got forty eight um, million subscribers in the PlayStation Plus, and uh, what was it? Um, no, it was a hundred and something in PlayStation Plus, mm-hmm. and it was um, forty eight in PlayStation Now. Uh, I don't understand the panic, right? From that aspect of it, mm-hmm. but. Uh, are they clamoring for day and date? Not gangsta because that, they do already have their Game Pass type equivalent in the services that they all provided. Yep. But the only thing that's the difference is the day and date first party games that are released inside Game Pass gives you the proposition value. 
So mm -hmm. do you think that's what they're screaming for? Because the numbers dictate that they shouldn't be afraid for 48 million and a hundred and and a hundred and some odd million in the plus. So, so as far know, as the numbers go, I just want to make sure real quick, because they actually have like 3 million on PS now they have right. the 48 million is for PS plus, And then it's like 140 million consoles sold. Right. So I'm just making sure we're clear on the, on the number. Yep, yep. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I, I think it's more of a, um, I think it's more of thinking about the future right type deal than it is right now because you know let's be real this generation xbox would not catch up to playstation the problem is next generation that's gonna be where it's gonna hurt the most i think because now it's once these deals are done you know rather call of duty stay multiplayer exclusive rather you know PlayStation decide to go ahead and make day one content, put it on Steam or make their own little epic store, whatever you want to call it, and have people playing on PC day one. I think it's the future that's worrying them. I feel like when the next PS6 come out, the Xbox. There's no PS6. And see, <laughs> there's no, there's, okay, you're talking about, and, and, and these consoles is going to last eight to nine years, right? And, and, and that's, that's what it's supposed to be. Allegedly, yeah, if, 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 if it go off what it normally goes off, we're going to get some type of pro or whatever, you know. I, I think the chipsets, the help, we're being held back by the deficiency in chips uh, available, right? Right. So actually, this the generation that we're in right now really hasn't really begun and started yet. So we're still right. doing cross-gen games. We're still being held back by the last generation because the chipsets aren't there for actually for us to be pushed forward. So we're going to get a lot of those um, this-gen-only <clears throat> games around this year and next year, right? So that's when the, the generation really starts. So you're going to say that we're, we're two to three years behind, actually. So the five-year cadence will be elongated by the three-year deficiency that we did have. So that puts eight years there. Then you right. say the ninth year is the ramp-up year. If we're looking at the way laws, uh, Moore's law works, and as far as technology goes, we'll be out of the box by that time. The cloud gaming technology also has will surpassed. Leap to a, yeah. Right, technology right. will leap to a point where we're at five G now. Here's Eight years thing. from now, what G will we be at? What would be our uh, our broadband solution? As far as getting these games in, see, my thought process mm -hmm. is these console makers don't want to make consoles, right? This this is the biggest barrier. They would love to make these only. You walk right. up to your TV, you press this, you go to your app, and you're in. This That's, is the device that controls your situation. I and feel keeps like you in. I feel like they're going to always continue to make something to compare with PC, period. That's what I think. These graphics cards coming out left and right, we see what these graphics cards could do. Again, look at God of War, you know? People talk about how good, I don't have God of War on my PC. But right. people talk about how good it look, how smooth it playing, the details and, and sounds and so forth and so forth and so forth. I do believe it will be probably, like you said, probably like another eight, nine years Mm -hmm. I think we're going to get some type of pro because we always get some type of mid jump, you know, a performance plus PlayStation. Who do you think brings it out first? 
who I think, honestly, I think it would have to be PlayStation. It Why? would have to be. Because as of now, looking at some of these games and the way they perform, people won't, people have said they want high refresh rate versus right. the 4Ks and all that. Like they want their game to run smooth as possible. Even to play, even to Xbox, the most talk so far people been talking about is the fact of just how smooth the games play, the the, the boost of older games and things like how smooth the games. But what run. happens to your VR? See, what you what you're missing in them going first, I, and, and I don't believe that the first one's out the door in a, in a pro. If a pro happens, I don't believe right. a bro, a pro happens. I really don't. I don't see it for. I don't see them maxing out these consoles yet because they haven't even tapped into the velocity architecture. They haven't gotten to the right. Kraken. They haven't even maximized uh, Unreal Engine 5, which having having a bunch of problems right now. Right. And once Epic fixed that part, but PlayStation has to worry about another strategic launch that they're, they're dropping. And, and they have Facebook staring them down with a system that they can go in even though it's underpowered compared to the mm -hmm. playstation vr the oculus 2 is a pick up and go item right much like the switch you pick up in the store you go and you're in your own little ecosystem and you're doing your thing whereas the twelve hundred dollar playstation uh vr and i know you say where did i get that number from right the playstation 5 is 500 bucks so i'm you think hoping, the VR gonna cost more? I'm hoping that the VR costs four hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. So you're saying nine hundred dollars right off the rip, right. and then you have to get the games. Yeah. So you're looking at taxes and everything involved. You're looking at a twelve hundred dollar proposition to your nearest competitors three hundred bucks, and even if you want to go to the Rift, it's still a cheaper proposition for somebody that owns a PC. But again, they have to market and get this PlayStation VR off the ground and not make it as niche as it is right now, I don't see a PlayStation 5 Pro in the cards with even within the next five years. Because I still believe that under the hood, with all the software technologies and stuff like that, and Unreal Engine 5, it's a real beast when they can actually harness it. I think it takes away the issues that the Jaguar units had in the previous generation where we needed a refresh. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just feel like, cause at the end of the day, it's all about moving forward. Right. It's always going to be all about moving forward. Yes. You bring up some great points, especially with the VR PlayStation VR two coming out or whatnot. Oculus, Oculus hit a hell of a year. I bought one for my son, Yeah. you know, man, that say he bought one for his daughter. You, I, you and the team, y'all all been yeah, posting. We all you know, <laughs> like we yeah. all get it now. <laughs> kind of like the yeah. switch. You Cog know is Mr. Like, we Oculus all get now, it. you know. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, it works for Facebook. Yep. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Jesus. But I just felt like honestly, as technology keep evolving, because we still we still at that barrier where, like you said, 5G, 5G, where we're gonna yes. be at. I get that, but at the same time, people still struggle yeah. with getting stable connections. People still struggle with even paying to get the stable connection. So I feel like there was, as of now, there will have to be some type of hardware to put up on your TV. So price point, you're right. You know, I will go out and buy a $300 
hardware before I go ahead and buy 500 here, then an extra three or 400 for my eyewear, then drop in a good two or 300 for three or four games. Hopefully games won't go higher than $70. But again, we don't know the future with that. But I just feel like one way or another, I feel like there will be at least one more next generation before we just go all out some type I, of Roku device into the TVs, you know, or I feel like they're going to be one more. There has to be one more because they're going to have to keep up with PC. Cause at this point it's going to be, well, why buy a console when I could just get all the power I need on my 50, 60 graphics card, 70, 60, whatever that could run it flawless. The like, interesting thing is though, that those PCs may become obsolete as well. Right. Because yeah, the right. reason that people are buying those $3,000 PCs is because they can do all that stuff. Now, if cloud yeah. gaming, and cloud infrastructure and tech really gets to that point in the next 10 years, which very well could be. Because imagine where we were 10 years ago, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. 2012. On live. I had on live. Remember that? Yes. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, all that crap. <laughs> yeah. Um, so 2012, think of where we were, right? Yep. We were playing on a 360, right? We were playing on a, a PS3. Thinking of on like four megabit per second internet. I was watching Blu-ray on my PS3. And that was good. You know, (laughs) like, and to think about at that point to go to 2022, to think of the kind of games that we can get at 60 frames per second natively on our consoles at four and fourth K resolution. 4k was like, just like, just coming out 2012. Even if it was even out yet, I'm not even sure, but cloud gaming was just, a, a proposition to be able to make save files at that time. Mm-hmm. Right now we're looking at, we can play games on our phones, like all these, all these crazy games, like on our phones, we can access them on our PC and a web browser. We can all do that stuff. We're in the very infancy of actual cloud gaming, right? Now, like mm-hmm. you look at uh, streaming services now, like Netflix and Disney plus we get this like oh, it's ridiculous Dolby vision, like 4k yeah. HDR, I, I, all I of just this pointed stuff, that right? out to my wife the other day. I said, look at the quality. Now, of course that I have a 4k Blu-ray yeah. player and I put in the movie and I said, look, check this out. Right. Then we go watch the book of Boba. Mm-hmm. I said, tell me in this really clean scene, What's the difference? Right. And I said five to six years ago, oh, you'd you can be able tell to tell streaming. Oh, 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 that's disgusting. Like I, I can't I can't deal with that. And you needed that hardware there. We're 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 coming to that point where and I think Stadia was the tipping point. I think Stadia was a little bit ahead of their time. That's why they're doing the rebranding and stuff now. Google and they already know the tech. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they, they know the tech that they have. They know that it's powerful tech. To get those games running in a browser is absolutely magic, right? So what they didn't have was they didn't have the business model behind it to actually push it properly. Because if Microsoft actually had that same technology, not xCloud, because xCloud was phenomenal within itself, but Stadia had some things that were actually fundamentally better than what they did. And when they picked up Bethesda, Bethesda has a, a cloud infrastructure in there that they will be using with the um, X cloud to, to, to boost yeah. the past where Stadia is at as far as getting uh, 1440p resolutions and stuff like that down into localization. But 
when you when you looked at what Stadia was doing, that's where we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Those games, those big expansive worlds, drop in and drop out any point in time with great resolution, response time, if you can get a great connection, was pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. The latency was low. In the next five years, it's going to become indistinguishable from local hardware. Mm-hmm. And what I want to know which one cuts bait first. And I believe Sony, with the larger catalog, with the mission statement that they just told you, with the DNA that they have in Bungie, with the fact that they picked up Nixus, mm-hmm. with the fact that the money man Ryan is in the position mm-hmm. that he's in, wants those games everywhere. There's no coincidence that MOB the show again this year is inside Game Pass and not come on man. Why is it not in PlayStation now? Why is it not dropping in PlayStation now? Why does the PlayStation owner have to suffer $70? Because PlayStation right now is they panicky. They don't they don't know what to do yet. They they trying to figure it out. It's, Everything it's they're doing business they're, sense. They're trying to figure it out because they see the which I don't want to say competition because Phil already said we're they're not, not competition. We, but, we rent service to them. Right. <laughs> um one thing I do know though, like Xbox is more likely to have some iteration of a, another console, whether it's another the series Z or series whatever, right. because Phil said themselves that their hardware team is still working on other hardware mm-hmm. and that Hopefully. they're not going it, it, to abandon just... hardware. But what they well, mean it... by that is like having an option, right? As opposed That's to being what it the, is, lead, option. the lead platform, right? I, just think about it. Hardware. Think about it. That is hardware. They, 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 it's right. hardware, but, but, here, but here's the That's thing. That's an accessory. Right. That's an accessory. Technically, technically, but here's yeah. the thing, I hardware. guess for me, when I'm thinking, because I like I like to think all type of ways outside, inside, up, down, yeah. left, right, flippy, cross it, whatever. <laughs> so it's like they go ahead, they do straight, just get rid of hardware, buy this controller, and you good. But then it's about what do you have in your house that can run these type of, of power, internet yeah. speed, whatever. Which chances are now is either forcing you to either go out to buy a new TV with Xbox Game Pass or PlayStation, whatever, already installed, compatible, ready to go. Beautiful. Or again, going out trying to buy some type of small little Roku device or whatever. You know, it's like at the end of the day, people don't have two or three grand to drop on a TV. Nope. Not, Not like that. I like that, you know. They're gonna get it because they're gamers and they wanna they wanna stay in the loop. So they're gonna find a way to get it. Yeah. But everybody don't have it to go get it, you know, which lead to again going towards the hardware. Even if you get this little Roku device, that's mm-hmm. fine. Which, but now you got uh, this Roku uh, device. Microsoft has been said to be working on. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And which if they get it, if they get it down <laughs> pack, it's gonna be phenomenal. Let's be real. <laughs> but again, now it's going off your internet connection. And I just feel like with COVID and all the bullshit going on in this world, people don't have the money to throw out like they did 10 years ago, you know? So I feel like there will be some type of hardware, rather it is something small, big, mid. I feel like there's going to be something else because everybody can't, again. I, I honestly think like in the future, like 
it could be a thing where if the hardware still exists, the hardware is sold more expensive and they don't worry about taking losses on them and all that right. stuff. Because at that point, mm -hmm. it's just a decision. All right, you got your streaming here. You can access it this way and get a great experience because it's actually probably more powerful than you're able to get locally anyway. So if we are going to have a native device, it's going to have all the bells and whistles possible for the major enthusiast, right? Yeah. The hardest of the hardcore, and you're going to pay a premium for it. Other than that, yep. everybody else is going to be able to have the same experience. Kind of, um, I kind of feel like that's the way we could see it in, in the future if there is still the hardware, hardware going on after ten years yeah. from now. But um, yeah. I think there could, I, there could still be a, a correction of the PS5 at some point, right? These um, are the correction, like they're wrong. And, they, they, but it, it's true. And <laughs> yeah, the, it's kind of big. Pause. And the, ser and the series, yeah, to get that size down a little bit, you know what I mean? And, and maybe, see it, right? yo, yo, I, yo, you know what's funny? I didn't notice it until you showed it. Yeah, <laughs> your elbow had it blocked out pretty yeah. damn good. You know, <laughs> for, for me, it's like looking at a PS5 and a setup. It's almost like the the lamp from a Christmas story. It's that that, that leg lamp. It's just like and out of place. Lamp. Like it's like yeah. what is that, that? Everybody draw their attention to. It's yeah. like you kind of varies, but at the same time, you get a PS5. Uh, but it's yeah. it's eyesore, you right, know, what buddy. I'm saying? <laughs> um it, 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 i honestly like i i so i did sell my ps5 right because i wasn't playing it but the time that i had it i was enjoying it i was enjoying the games i thought it was a decent machine right i thought it was like good um what i was lacking was the ongoing engagement from it that i get from xbox and i think this is part of the reason that they're making these shifts with these live service games uh yeah. instead of being the hey play this game and then Play it again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's been their model. Like, hey, these are so good. You need to play it over and over and over again because we're going to have three or four of these a year. And that's what you got to spend your time on, right? Unless you're playing Call of yeah. Duty or Madden or FIFA mm -hmm. or whatever, right? And that's what they relied on. Now, Activision Blizzard deal. Call of Duty marketing mindshare, it's huge, right? Yeah. yeah that right. aspect is not going to be there. The other one that really hit hard for them back when, uh, at the launch of the PS4 was the uh, deal with that they made at the time with Activision and Bungie for Destiny to be marketed as a PlayStation. And now, were they going to lose that as well? Like, you lost Call of Duty marketing and Mindshare. You're going to lose yeah. Bungie's next thing? Bungie's next big game? Are you going to lose that? No. So what you yeah. do is you, you, you make sure that you have that still as a part of your ecosystem and also you in, help bring them in and they're going to help bring you into this future that you envision for yourself because that's what they don't have experience with. PlayStation doesn't know how to do the big multiplayer thing, right? So mm -hmm. Bungie does, and this is going to help usher in that future for that, for that, uh, for Sony that they are envisioning that multi-platform again, as Sony as Bungie even says themselves, their future games are going to be on all the places where their existing community is right so that includes xbox that includes all these things they, they said that themselves i think that's a lie yeah on their no. faq page man that's, that is not that's that no. no that ain't not it's not a lie dude I, no, no 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 i get, I get what you're saying it's written in black and white but i think yeah i think they full of it honestly you think so you think they're misleading I think people so. i think that I, I think it's i think it's actually part of the plan from sony as yeah. well and i think that bungie uh is putting that there like in black and white on their FAQ page that 
it's gonna happen like after the bethesda zenimax deal happened you didn't see bethesda zenimax saying this no right right like you didn't see bethesda zenimax come out and say our future games are going to be multi-platform yeah all existing contracts will right. be honored <laughs> yeah that's what you said that's yeah, what you contracts. saw right yeah that's and it. Even, even with phil's comments on activision blizzard he says we desire right it's very vague like open-ended yeah, like i, I can see i can slide see something over there i can see the, the possibility i can see a possibility with call of duty right depending on the negotiations no. war zone negotiations yeah, war war zone. They got, is, see this is the thing and we, we're gonna stop acting like we didn't see this horror movie already all right we're gonna stop <laughs> acting and listen first of all all you xbox dudes i'm gonna tell you right now stand up put your pit force in the air and definitely love exactly what's happening at this moment right now because when sony came and took the marketing rights away with call of duty what happened remember when y'all used to have the 30 days and we used to play the games and we had mm-hmm. yeah sony got that and what happened you had to sit down in your little soup and you had to take that right so this is the part where take that is happening two games Two years, that's this year and the next, and the rest of that is done. Phil already oh, yeah. showed y'all the first time, this is exactly how we get down, this is exactly how we gonna play. We purchase, they for us, they not for you. Now yep. that Warzone, which is a free to play, you free to play, you free to have that. We are going to have that on our joint right there. And there is the Call of Duty on your box. If you like that, you like Warzone, and Warzone is for you, and you have a PlayStation, then you have a home, but, if you want a mainline Call of Duty, we did not spend sixty-eight million uh, billion dollars to get something to give to you. We're not doing that. Yeah, and when yeah. I'm talking about we, yes, I'm down with the Xbox Coalition, one hundred percent. So you could be mad, and you could be upset, but what you gonna do? You gonna pick up a little man, and you gonna sit down, and you gonna be quiet, and you gonna play your Call of Duty in the next two years, and that's exactly what's gonna happen because oh, yeah. people acting like. This horror movie didn't happen to you already. Don't walk back in that house. You know exactly what it's gonna be. Don't say, is anybody there? Don't do that. We saw this already. No, you're not getting another Call of Duty. You can pray, you can hope, you can wish, you go two years. That's it, and it's over. But you know what, it's funny. It's funny because I was more so excited at the fact of Activision get to make more games besides Call yes, of Duty. Yes, Screw yeah. Call it, of Duty. It isn't just about Call of Duty for sure. <laughs> Shit. Um, they they got know, more I'm, stuff there that we like, but you know, they made it about Call of Duty. And that, and that was the problem with, I, like, I don't know how they got lost in water there. You know, last week we talked, well, two weeks ago, I won on there last week. We talked about it because it was like, Man, look at all these great games Activision made. Look at all these great Transformers, the Spy- Spider-Man's before even Exomnia came out. Like, it's just so many great games yeah. that Activision came out with before it was just all about Call of Duty, you know? And it's like, man, I'm more excited because now they get to get back to their roots. The hopes is gone. Phil Spencer yeah. actually yeah. said, let's go in an interview yeah. talking about their IP. Yeah. 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 And, and, and that goes back to what I was saying when we was talking before the show. Like, man, you could tell Phil... Phil is a gamer. Like he want to see these games live. He want to see these games come about. You know, even with Game Pass, I said all the time, your your favorite game could be on Game Pass and you don't even know it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, you don't I, even I found know. Found some wonderful uh, gems of games that I, you know, financially you have to be frugal when you go yeah. and you navigate these uh, waters when you when you're purchasing games, and to have a uh, um, a service like Game Pass where 
you know, sometimes you get date and date. Sometimes you get uh, game of the year uh, candidates like Death Door, Hades, mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that to drop inside of Game Pass. Some games that you question, like Outriders, um, should I purchase? Should I buy? Should I try? Yep. And these games uh, drop inside Game Pass, and you, you get a chance to try stuff. Artistic games like Contrast and stuff like that. I know they launch in other places, but remember, this is the value proposition of your $15, your $14.99 a month. Oh, yeah. And when we're dealing with how we uh, consume our mediums, we do this a la carte. Our Netflix, our Paramount, our Stars, our Hulu, our ESPN, all the stuff that we're bundling and we're purchasing, it totals at least a hundred and some odd dollars a month. So to add another subscription service on top of that, it must bring value, right? So Game Pass is bringing value in the part where AAA titles from uh, first-party developers and double A titles from uh, first-party developers are being dropped inside Game Pass in a cadence to keep up with your gaming appetite. And idea at Xbox has facilitated a way for indie developers to be seen inside the Game Pass ecosystem. And it's and it's done in a way where they drop at least two, three times a month. You look at, you go to your, you've been trained and groomed to go to your Game Pass to look at recently added. Mm-hmm. And they have suggestion for you. So no indie game drops inside Game Pass going unnoticed because certain games are in Game Pass, certain games are in beta, and then you see recommended for you. You're like, wow, because this goes with your cho- your choices, your, your tastes and stuff like that. Let me try this game out. Mm-hmm. So yep. we have to look at what Xbox is doing as a company as a whole, and we must demand that same level of uh, expertise and care when it comes to the consumer from the competitor, the so-called competitor. Now, I know you're saying that they're panicking at this point, right? I don't believe that Sony's panicking. I believe that Sony's, all their moves are calculated in the point where, excuse me, I said this a long time ago, I believe they're going to be purchased by Netflix. Well, no. you and Bu- you and Fuzzy are like yeah, he's in a pot here. F- fuzzy, yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm thinking Amazon, but Netflix is definitely yeah. another interesting one as well. You, you know why, Fuzzy? The reason why I say Netflix. Tell me one other new IP as far as movie, TV show, or anything that has got eight seasons before the first the first episode has ever dropped. And I will tell you, The Last of Us is the only one. Yeah. All right. So what deal, what's promised? (laughs) Sony has a catalog that rivals tons of studios, Mm -hmm. right? Paramount is afraid of what Sony has to offer. Sony can actually just say, I will give you all my Spider-Man. I will give you all of, of these shows. And then they have iconic IPs like God of War and stuff like that. Could you imagine watching a show on Netflix, The Last of Us, and at this point in time, it so coincides with the game, and an icon pops up. Do you like this? Pick up your controller. You pick up your controller, and you go straight into the game. Yeah. You know, so I told people. You fear... need a PS5 to do that first. <laughs> no. 
without a PS5 because Netflix has got streaming down to a point where it's indistinguishable it's same, yeah. from local hardware. Yeah. See, listen, I'm bringing you down this road and I'm taking you down and I'm holding your hand and I'm getting you to the place. Come on, take we me talked there. about it earlier. Take me so there. so I'm, I'm taking you down this road and I want you to see exactly where it's going because Netflix is at the forefront of streaming. Netflix has also announced games, but what don't Netflix have? Games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who has games? Yeah. And then they got Funimation, right? They got mm-hmm. Crunchyroll. Netflix, uh, Japanese animations and then their regular uh, cartoon animations have been upper tier now. They're, they're getting there. But mm-hmm. on, their, on their par with Crunchyroll and Funimation, no. But if they was to purchase Sony and to take Crunchyroll and add that and Funimation and add that into the Japanese ecosystem in the anime area, they will become a juggernaut that is unstoppable and Sony pay for themselves 10 times over, not even counting when we get to the games. Yeah. So yeah. Sony is at a value proposition for a big entity as far as Netflix to come in, purchase, and from the beginning start running so is this strategic purchase of bungee something larger to the to, to, to the puzzle are we looking so, at something small and it's bigger so let me ask you something and i i feel like we got all off topic <laughs> that's all right but that's all right. But, but, but this is but this is a good this is a great debate here like this is a great debate because we want to know what the future game is going to be about future gaming you know right. we, we, we want to know what's next that's that's just what it is but fuzzy i want to ask you because you did mm-hmm. you, you saying amazon mm-hmm. and you know the the, the king he, he proved his point he laid it down why oh, netflix yeah. like i, I want to hear i want to hear why amazon from you because mm-hmm. my biggest question after cool. it's all said and done is why would sony want to sell so i was thinking google <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Google's they're they're too flighty now. And after Microsoft spent the seven and a half billion, they were like, Yeah, this ain't our this ain't our game. So (laughs) they they Mm -hmm. they took their ball and went home. And the fact that Microsoft is now spending almost 70 billion, maybe even a little bit more after everything is said and done, and they haven't called out yet or haven't tagged out with their lunar service or anything like that. I mean, it's still in beta, but they haven't Mm -hmm. tagged out after seeing 70 billion on the table. So they they have the cash roll to be able to pick up somebody like Sony. And my angle was more so from like prime media or prime video and Mm -hmm. Twitch, where Sony got rid of their distribution on their consoles as far as their movies and and TV shows and things like that. And prime is always looking for additional content. So that is where it would marry up and then them wanting to get into gaming mm-hmm. is just it would be a good fit i'd like king's approach as far as netflix it's actually a much better fit than amazon yeah and yeah sense. i mean that's why i say he laid it down but i was curious about netflix so me um the, amazon the only, i was curious about it the only thing I, I i i haven't really looked at how much on hand money netflix has i don't know if they necessarily have a full buyout amount i could definitely see a partnership but it it both are, I would say, prime uh, companies to to look to take over Sony, and I, I kind of think that that's something that's in the maybe three years down the road mm-hmm. kind of thing. And it's not that they're in a panic or that they really need to sell, but I think they'll look at the bigger picture, kind of like what King was hinting to, with them picking up Bungie. You turn that into a movie or a TV series, that's 
I won't say it's going to be Star Wars level, but I definitely think it'll outdo what Witcher is doing on Netflix. <laughs> so I, the, just the, the, the lore of that game, it, it may not be executed all that great in game. You have to kind of read through stuff and a lot of people rather watch than read. But mm-hmm. I think turning that into a series or a movie is the way that that Bungie deal looks bigger than what you know people give it credit for now and then on the flip side of things kind of like what you you guys were talking about earlier you also have them being the i won't say necessarily the kings of first person shooters but they're definitely top notch as far as gunplay and first person shooters and Mm -hmm. they're also great at like a live service game so having that experience in your fold you know helping out maybe an insomniac or helping out you know any of the other studios that might be making like um you know, resistance fall of man and then having a, a, what do you call them? A multiplayer component, or maybe helping out Naughty Dog with, you know, factions that it's been two years now and we still haven't really got anything more than you'll hear more about it when it's ready type of deal. So having their experience in that fold and a lot of the Sony studios seem to work well together. I think that's where it's a good fit. And plus I kind of saw, you know, Sony and Bungie being, buddy buddy to some extent not necessarily in in public but it was one of those things where when they were talking about expanding their studios and they built the one out in was it the netherlands or something like that mm-hmm. and that's where bend is and a lot of people not bend um gorilla a lot of other studios that want to work with sony like using the decima engine they're building the studio right down the street from you know gorilla their next game could be on that decima engine and I just it it just seems like there's a lot of pieces kind of fitting together. I do like the Netflix um, you know forecasts or prediction. I I I didn't want to think that it would be Netflix as far as like a full buyout. I kind of look at it as more of a partnership, but once again, I haven't really looked at their you know pocket money as far as what they have to go on a, a buying spree. I, but I know Amazon is kind of like sitting on a, a cash roll that and they're just you know standing back watching eating popcorn watching everybody run around panic or mm-hmm. or buy stuff and they're like yeah we'll we'll, we'll make yeah, that's that's why i think google may could be potentially in play because i think that would be their panic move because they're so far behind <laughs> with it with with yeah. the uh getting into the gaming space they they failed miserably <laughs> with the uh, with the consu- direct to consumer method that they tried with stadia right. uh they really wanted to that to succeed now they got the tech their 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 uh, cloud platforms and stuff are excellent, right? Uh, they're rebranding it and trying a different model, but I feel like they're going to miss out on that game, that real true gaming space, except just being a host mm-hmm. of services, unless they make a drastic move, right? And with Sony, for me, they already have like Sony TVs come with Chrome, uh, Google Chrome, the Chromecast built yeah. in already, right? They already have that relationship there, so it would be an easy thing to like, hey, access your PlayStation app within your Chrome on your Sony TV and all of these things. So I think there could be something potentially in the future there. Plus that's an easy buy-in to the gaming space for Google. Cause immediately you got those IPs, you immediately get the um, everything and you got the cloud services that you can't host everything on already to go. You know what I mean? It's just, they don't have anything to sell to people. Right. That's their problem. Right. But Amazon Luna is, is doing okay, I guess right now. So um, the thing with Amazon that's interesting is that a lot of stuff's hosted on AWS, right? Yeah. So you got like Disney Plus is hosted on AWS. Netflix is on AWS. 
right? Yeah. So when you look at like the companies that are really running the show, yep. It's it's the Microsoft, it's the Amazon, and it's the Google who's doing the the hosting of the cloud services that all of this yeah. entertainment medium is being ran on, right? So those are the major players. That's the major competition there. Not not the services that get put on those platforms, right? Right. But the people that are actually behind the hosting the platforms, right? And that's really like that. Microsoft's in such a unique situation here, right? And that's why this. Adam Conover guy who we need to move on with this conversation here because uh, we need to get to this dude uh, with his, with his comments on his little weird blah, 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 monopoly take on on Twitter that blew up, right? That Adam ruins everything. He's trying to ruin this for us as well. Um, This, this guy put on uh, Twitter, his little video talking about how uh, Microsoft is buying into all of, this Activision Blizzard to be able to undercut the competition and create their own monopoly like Amazon did and all this stuff, right? So by, mind you, he's not even acknowledging the fact that Amazon's one of their competitors in the gaming space mm-hmm. and is saying that they're pulling an Amazon here, which is uh, kind of strange. Like uh, it, it seemed pretty uh, for me, like his comments. I, don't, I know a lot of you guys saw this. It was everywhere. Uh, you had to have seen this video. Um, basically saying that he's basically ignoring the fact that all this future talk we're having, right? He, he's living in this world of like, it's Xbox versus Nintendo versus Sony. And <laughs> that's what it is. And if Xbox keeps buying all these things, Sony's not going to be able to afford to make games anymore. Like, come on. Is that really what's happening here? Right when you look at Apple in the gaming space, when you look at Amazon in the gaming space, when you look at Google in the gaming space, when you look at uh, Tencent, when you look at Embracer Group, when you look at all of these publishers and and companies that are out there, Netflix, um, and we're sitting here talking about Sony like it's like it's the end yeah. all be all of games, and it's going to be so damaging to them, and it, it's so damaging to the games that we get to play. Where as opposed to like, hey. Let's just embrace the fact that we get to play more games, better games, actually, because what has this done for Microsoft? Have that has this dipped the quality of their games? No. No. Has it improved? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> have they given more time to developers? Yeah. Yes. Have they given more funding to developers? Yes. Are they being successful with this model? Yes. Why can't other? I know you can't just go all in right away. Microsoft didn't even do that. When they started Game Pass, did they just jump in like hundred, like uh, to the deepest part of the ocean here? No, they they grew organically into what we see it is today. Right? They proved the success of it before they started buying Activision Blizzard and all these things. Right? So. This whole screaming of monopoly thing is just is just a ludicrous to me. Uh, King, did you have a chance to see that? Yeah. Uh, I, I watched the video and I said, okay, this is fear mongering at this at its highest, and this is what happens when something threatens your comfortability, where you start to read headlines and you start to see Twitter and you start to uh, hyperventilate. You know, um, yeah. Of course, you see. Uh, they brought Bethesda, and you're like, mm, I don't care. 
Well, it wasn't Bethesda. They brought Zenimax, right? And, and that's that's under the banner. Bethesda is under the banner. And then you start looking at all the stuff and you start digging into, oh, what's all the IPs? And then, you know, it was still people talking about Starfield would be uh, uh, on PlayStation and all yeah. this other stuff. And when it comes to realize that <clears throat> this won't be in your ecosystem, the ecosystem that you invested your time in, you your your comfort zone. You sit down with your controller. You actually love the way this controller feels. Um, you're kind of married to it. You know, you, you sit down in your chair and you like the rumble. You like the startup. There's audio cues that you like. You put your headsets mm-hmm. on and your friends are there. And there's a comfortability to that. And that's threatened now because that that is potentially going to go away and and what you fear is uh big bad microsoft is purchasing up all these things and sony can't battle back my my little company that could first of all sony has been doing bad business practices forever mm-hmm. all right and you can't see a good deal in front of your face because you've been beat over the eyes and you're blindfolded right now you don't understand that seventy dollars for uh, uh this current generation game is unacceptable thank you but yes. you would rather say, and, I, and, I, and I'm tired of these dudes on my timeline, and you, 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 you uh, couch potato analysts, these, these financial advisors, <laughs> these dudes that's on my timeline talking about when I purchase a game for $70, I'm supporting a developer. Brother, you are not. Yeah. Because from digital to physical, Developers are going to get the same cut that they've been promised for in that contract, brother. Now, what you might be cutting out at that point in time is Best Buy's bucks. What you might be cutting out is uh, the the facility to, that that's uh, distributing and printing up the the the, the disc. The disc yeah. That's that's what you're cutting out. The developer already has a a set figure that he's going to make over at a certain price and everything that's there. So let's stop doing that. Let's stop talking about the developer is going to suffer because what you're looking at is the weakest link in that straw that you can feel sympathetic to that can help in your conversation because you want to control the narrative. So if I tell you uh, puppies is being beaten down the street, Oh no, we got to save the puppies. (laughs) Right? So that's what they, they want you to feel. Oh no. The developers is under duress right now. Microsoft is the exact reason because Game Pass is devaluing how we feel about games and how we're going to get our games. It's going to stop. No, it's all about you right now. Let's really look at your bubble. Your bubble is about you, sir. And it's about nothing else. Now, if games is on side your service day and date on your PlayStation now or your PlayStation Plus and you had to pay no $70, I will always fight for you because I'm I'm going to be playing MOB the show in Game Pass. Yeah. Trust me, I'm going to post a video. If you're a PlayStation dude, why isn't that first party game inside PlayStation Now or PlayStation Plus? Why aren't you making a video about that? Because there's no skin off their back if they put it inside their, their own ecosystem. They Why is that devs. game on a competitor's mm. console? <laughs> they want the devs to get that money, King. Yeah, but you if it's in a service, you can still purchase it. That's true. If you're if, if you're <laughs> if you're so hell bent on support, brother. Yeah. Buy it while it's in the service if you feel that it's going to help out. 
I feel like but, they forget that that's an option. No, they, they want <laughs> you to believe. And when that doesn't work on you, yeah. when, you, when yeah. you're so, man, get out of my face. I don't care about support, no doubt. When you say that, then they try to shame you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you in a dollar store, man. That's cheap mm-hmm. stuff there, brother. Yeah. You paid a dollar <laughs> a month to get in there. Okay. When you was a kid, if somebody came up to you and said, hey, give me $1 and I'll let you for this whole month play 350 games. <laughs> you couldn't throw that dollar Man. to that dude fast enough. <laughs> Add into the fact that a lot of the game of the award, a game of the year nominees and award winners are currently in that service yep. that you just spoke about, right? So it's not just... Like I saw one person put on Twitter, like I don't understand why people really like cop for Game Pass. I mean, does anybody really like the gunk? Nobody was ever gonna play the gunk before. It's not about like like taking the gunk that one that one game, right? As in the example of everything that's in Game Pass. I was never gonna buy that game. No, I was never gonna buy that game. I was never gonna try that game. And you know what? Because of Game Pass, I tried that game, I ended that game, and I fell in love with that game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of people did, right? That's another beauty of it. Like, you can't say that everything is like, oh, people stop acting like you're excited to play this thing that you never were excited for before. But that's the point. Like you said, King, right? We're excited about some of the stuff, like, right away, that's like, oh, the big titles that we've been familiar Mm -hmm. with, we're excited for. But you get to try all these things. How many Mm -hmm. more games... Have you found that you love because of a service where you don't have to make that risk? Yep. Right? It's a it's you don't have to take that risk. This the value of the service is in the variety and in the quality, right? You don't see a bunch of like threes and fours and fives on Metacritic and Game Pass. You just don't. Yep. You know, you see a lot of really good games, you see some great games, and then you see some really great games right and then you see stuff from all these different uh you got you got games like the gunk but then you got mlb the show then you got mm-hmm. all of ea plays back cat all of ea's back catalog then you got stuff like uh halo infinite and you got forza horizon 5 and and it takes two right uh psychonauts 2 death loop will be there this year right you're talking about games <laughs> that are widely thought of as hey Game of the Year. Game Informer gave Halo Infinite Game of the Year. X-Play mm-hmm. gave Psychonauts 2 Game of the Year. They, Psychonauts 2 just won the New York Game Award for Game of the Year. Uh, yeah. uh, IGN gave Forza Horizon 5 Game of the Year. These are all day one Game Pass games. Right? You can't say it's dollar store shit when it's winning awards. You can't. <laughs> right? I mean, it's just the argument doesn't add up. So you you have a service that. What did they do with Double Fine? They gave them more time. Yeah, oh, they gave them money to finish because there was no bosses in the game. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, they gave them time and money to complete a game that turned out to be a game that could be game of the year. Yep. And they're bad though. Yeah. Rainbow Six Extraction. I was not going to buy it. I hate that game. I know. Oh, I, I know. Yeah. Right, hear me out. Okay. That game I was not going to buy. So I was extremely excited. And that's coming from a person that plays Siege of 
Yeah. Yeah. A lot of hours from siege. Now, extraction, when I seen it and following, I'm like, this is trash. I'm not getting it. But now, oh, yeah, I'm I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Have you played it? I'm hooked on it, King. I'm sorry, my I, little one just ran past me. I'm trying to see what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel you. I, 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 I installed it. I played a little bit with my son, and I, I quickly uninstalled it. Yeah. And, and, yeah. That's, and that's the beauty of Game Pass, because when I did see the game and, and the trailer, it. the trailer they showed looked fantastic. And mm-hmm. I said, I'm all in. And then I got it. I was like, I'm all out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But see, again, again, you – that's the thing with Game Pass. Like, you get to try games that either mm-hmm. you think you was going to like or things you games you would never thought you would like. Yeah. That's why I say I'm... And I and I the, love it. So, you know what I'm going to do before it, it leaves yeah, the service? I'm going to buy it. There you go. Now exactly. now you have a reason right. to buy it and to continue I've already spent money in it, too. Or, <laughs> yeah, or, or potentially, you know, buy DLC yeah. for. Like, that's what it's about right there, you know? But, like, okay, know. let's get back. So, this guy, the Adam dude, the... Yeah. the the wants to ruin everything like his like his show was called um and i i just don't like fuzzy do you have any <laughs> takes on on the on the, like his his rant and um i already I'm, photoshopped a, a playstation <laughs> cap on him because that uh, was and, and it's not to make fun of playstation guys because yeah. i have a playstation myself but it's like when someone on that that I guess they make a post on Twitter about gaming and they're asking, should they get Elden Ring on your PC or PS5? I kind of knew where he was going with his whole rant. And then the, to only claim that Sony only does video games and headphones, seriously. I guess they don't do movies or anything, you know, TVs, but whatever. I, I look at it as whenever you have someone that's on a platform, whether it be comedy or, you know, business analysts or whatever the case is, and they, they use their platform to do the fear mongering. It, it just makes for comedy gold, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I like some of the responses where people were just like bobbing their head around with like marker drawing glasses, mocking the guy, but <laughs> Destin, shout out to Destin Legary. He did a, a, a great video going point by point of dispelling all of the nonsense that was in that video yeah, um, on top of lately yeah like the shout out to to Destin Legary, uh because like you guys said he has been standing almost standing alone speaking truth in this big media gaming space because he comes from IGN right mm-hmm. and holds a very opposite view than a lot of his coworkers, right that are mm-hmm. also being outspoken right but for him to, to put this stuff out there and it, he was attacked i heard i heard on podcasts them calling him an xbot and all this stuff for speaking mm-hmm. just factual information on, on a video after the activision blizzard acquisition claiming that he was like capping for xbox and all these things yeah when if, obviously people haven't been listening to him for years on on unlocked and all these other things right uh yeah. but for, he's doing a really good job on youtube right uh putting these videos together coming from somebody that is big games media right so uh i just want to say shout out to him for taking the finally this uh, this approach 
of not being afraid to say these things on on your own personal channels and stuff like that coming from a yeah. platform like IG. Well, the, the the thing is, a liar get to your ear a whole lot quicker than the truth. Yeah, yeah, right. And the yeah, reason why, <laughs> the reason why this dude went viral is because it was a lie. And some people are comfortable yeah. in, in in the line. It makes them feel comfortable in the, in, in this space. But the thing with uh, Destin stuff, um, is the truth. But did it go viral? No, mm-hmm. it didn't. No. It hit the same audience that listens to him. It hit the same people that understood the truth. And even if you try to share the truth with the people, they don't want to hear it. Because these are you have a segment of the community that believes PlayStation is going to pull out a Halo game. So <laughs> in in that same mentality, and I want you to understand this, whatever that guy was saying was going to be the truth and the gospel to them. Yeah. And nothing yeah. that they hear after that is going to change that. Only thing that has to happen is absolute actions. So when I see old boy do what he do, I said, I understood where you're talking from because I was that same scared little kid with turbo graphics. Mm-hmm. I was that same scared uh, adolescent with Sega. Sega Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Those right. Guys. I'm the Damn. same scared adolescence with Neo Geo. Yeah. So Understand, I've watched cons 3DO. I sunk money into my 3DO, 700 bucks. Yeah. Back did you then, enjoy right Need now, for Speed on the 3DO? Yes, I did. Fire, I had Road Rash, all that. Yeah. Way to Warrior, mm-hmm. all that stuff. I I tried to support some. I even met Trip Hawkins. Dude lied to my face. <laughs> but <laughs> at the same time, I understand where you bet on a horse. And you want it to win so bad. Right. But you don't see the forest for the trees. So you spread your own little lies to feel comfortable in it. And it's and he's it he just looked like a, a sad individual at that point because when you start saying certain things and when you listen to yourself, I mean, did you play the video back and listen to yourself? You're actually advocating in a pandemic to spend $70 on something that we don't need to spend $70 on, but a service is giving you something that a fraction of the cost with damn near 300 times the product. And you're telling people that's bad, right? No, sir. You are bad. Yeah. That's it's just my issues. my take on that, dude. I mean, we have to. We always have to keep these companies in check, right? You right. Know, when they're when they're doing these things, you know, let's say Xbox starts putting out just like only shit stuff, and it's yeah. like mm-hmm. dirt crap, and they're raising the prices on stuff, right? If that's if that's what happens, guess what? They're going to lose a lot of subs, right? People are going to be speaking with their wallets on all of this stuff for a long time, right? So it's not foolproof that they're going to ruin the gaming industry by cutting everybody else out, right? To to actually go there as like your vision of the future and and sell it as like this dystopian evil gaming thing, right? Um mm. like Blade Runner, right? Like <laughs> Xbox is Blade Runner, you know? Mm. Like um it's like it's just giving fuel to idiots. Yeah. Is 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 what it is, right? And like 
there could go numerous different directions. We don't know what the future is, right? We can speculate. We know where technology is going. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And this one thing that he completely missed out on on his entire stupid rant was the fact of where technology is going and how that's really what is pushing this forward because this model and this service was not even possible before the technology got us to where we are now. Right. Gamefly was the only attempt at it in the past. You had to blockbuster pass and stuff like that. What do you mean on live? Well, actually, well, yeah, on live, they had that as well, but like, Gamefly was like day one game. You get it in the mail, you know, like all that stuff. But it wasn't available. Like you couldn't stream games, right? You know, uh, Netflix, when they started, they started with DVDs in the mail. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Technology got Netflix to where they are now. Xbox did. (laughs) Xbox is getting us to where the gaming industry is now for sure. And it's going to be pushing it forward. Like, and guess what now after netflix netflix was like the first one really right now we got amazon prime you know we got disney plus mm-hmm. we got peacock we got paramount plus we got all these things same thing's gonna happen to gaming right we already got ea play we already got ubisoft plus and we got and we got uh game pass right spartacus is coming all, all these things are coming technology is pushing this forward it's not just xbox xbox just has enough money to have provide more content to their customers to make it more yeah. attractive and valuable to them. So to act like Xbox is a big bad enemy here is just like complete ignorance to the fact of the world that we live in and what the future is, is, is going to be. So, um, Hey guys, GTA six is actually happening. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to, I want to talk about this. That's a nice segue. Yeah. Um, so, for the sake of time, I want to actually just move on from this uh, topic. Thanks. Like, um, <laughs> Thanks. But uh, GTA, GTA 6 was actually formally acknowledged, not in the, in the form of but the next entry in the GTA series was actually for the first time formally acknowledged that it's well into development by Rockstar. So, King, when are we going to see GTA 6? Or GTA well, whatever. That means that... um them talking about it means that the remaster or the remake is finished then <laughs> right i guess so yeah, probably. that game comes out you give that game another six years to breathe so you say uh six years from now uh 2028 2028 okay 2026 2020 I, this this generation has been stagnated um so again we're 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 in a disruption uh type of thing so I say 2026, 2020, uh, from 26 to 28, because they're going to, they're going to let this remake remaster, uh, breathe. Uh, it's this, that five has legs. Like no one could ever have predicted. Yeah. And to sell it again to this generation. It's so crazy. Why not? Right. Yeah. It's true. They're going to sell it for, what do you think it's going to be? 70 bucks on or 60 bucks, 70. Yeah, well, whatever they can milk out of you, um, pause. Uh, I honestly believe that they they will go for it's the okay. gusto. Yeah, some people like being milked. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> not, not on air. Thanks. <laughs> the privacy of my bedroom. Thank you, pause. <laughs> milk me. Um, all right, so 
Hey, I want to get to a couple of these super chats real quick. Um, Dron TJ hit us earlier with a $5 super chat. Uh, appreciate you always, Dron TJ. He says, you're right, Mav. Hi, guys. Um, I'm always right. Aren't I? No, maybe not. On, but it's okay. Um, Army veteran, right. uh, <laughs> as well, hit us with a very generous $10 super chat. Thank you Bless so us. much, dude. Um, he says, what's up, ball? I'll check the show out. Had to come and give shout-out to you guys. And, of course, King gracing his presence on the show. Blessings, bro. Mav, how cool things have gotten for you in a year and a half. I agree, man. The last year and a half of doing oh, yeah. this stuff has been absolutely amazing. And uh, chats and everybody in the chat and, and everybody hanging out and the viewers. And I just appreciate all the support, likes, the shares, subscribes, the comments, just Everything means the world because, hey, I'd still be doing it even if there was just me talking to my wife who's viewing in the other room. On, on and that's you know what I mean? Because I, I'll, I, be, I like, I'll be there, I, I would like have been talking. There. He was, he was here from the start, man. He was yeah. here when I was like three, three people in the chat, you know, like yep. hanging out. And uh, he hit his great YouTube channel, like almost 5,000 subs and sitting there hanging out, you know. But like, uh, yeah, dude, 100% appreciate you all, guys. Um, Fuzzy, GTA GTA Six. Are you are you in agreement with King here? Do you think twenty twenty six to twenty twenty eight? And the other question I got is, what kind of leap are we expecting here? You know, do we think it's going to be that real big next wow factor GTA? Um, I think the wow factor will be uh, NFTs, uh, all the properties <laughs> in the game. No, but I see. <laughs> I'm, I it's not that I have a problem with GTA Six as the title. I just I don't think it's going to be that. Yeah, I, I, I've I I've always had this weird feeling ever since Dan Hauser left, who's been the writer for everything GTA and Red Dead Redemption that Rockstar's ever put out. And it's not to take away from any of the talent that, that's at Rockstar Studios, but they they lost two of their three founding fathers. Yeah, and and um, with Dan Hauser being the main you know writing or narrative for all of their stories, this isn't going to be the same game. Now, the DLC that they did for online. I don't know if that was like the last iteration from Hauser and it was meant to be like a single player thing added in. Cause I remember uh, one of the main characters, uh, the, I, I can't remember his real name, Frantino, I think uh, that the one that plays Franklin was saying that they were supposed to have like a story DLC, like four or five years ago, like before uh, this was like, this like the first or second year into the ps4 and xbox one range yeah that they were supposed to have some story dlc so i think this next gta it's either going to be gta online 2 or they'll come up with some sort of new name like gta world or gta metaverse or something along those lines and the next iteration is just basically going to be i guess the best way to put it me being a forza guy it's going to be like Forza Horizon 4 and 5, where that's always online. Yes, you can yeah. do offline, but it's always online. You can see other players, and everybody will be like in passive mode until you go to do a mission or something. And it'll just be like Forza Horizon 4 and 5, but with crime. And it's, it's going to be GTA Metaverse, <laughs> and that's what we're going to get. And you want to buy a house there? Oh, it's an NFT. Oh, my God. And no, you want a car? Jesus, it's an NFT. Please, no. Don't, so, don't put that in the universe. Don't put that uh, in a new one. You I, I don't really put it out there. I'm not trying to speak well, it into existence. What, what he's it, saying I just is real. Think it's going to happen. It's real. That's the scary part. But good God. Do you remember? <laughs> you remember when they uh, 2K was uh, uh, talking about their new AI technology, right? Uh, yeah. In the cloud, the cloud-based AI technology that's going to power their future games. And 
the, uh, this is probably where we're, we're going to see it is in this new GTA. It's supposed to be like um, people act more realistic and like have personalities and and like uh, people take different paths driving and stuff to be able to actually react to traffic and all this stuff. It kind of reminds me of Ready Player One, right? Like, yeah. uh, and not Ready Player One, but also uh, if y'all seen Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds as well. I haven't right? seen it yet. Um, <laughs> it, it's kind of like that's those futures. It's almost like what GTA is. I could see like that fuzzy, you know what I mean? Like going in here, you live in this world, you buy your virtual house, you own that house. Nobody else has that exact one because you got that's that real going estate. To be insane. Yeah. Got to take a mortgage the, off to buy a house in the game, right? Yeah. The, 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 the proposition of of that um, permeating our medium is absolutely disturbing and disgusting, and in, in, in all the same breath, right? Yeah. Because you find a uniqueness in NFT as far as let's say you buy a pair of sneakers and those same sneakers is on your same character that's in uh, Grand Theft Auto and your mm-hmm. same character that's inside uh, a 2K, the same character that's inside Madden, the same character that's inside another game. And this is where they're trying to, that's the whole metaverse. That's the real metaverse, right? Yeah. Uh, where universally your NFT that you purchased in one space lives digitally inside this digital world that they're creating, right? What's scary about it is what, what, what Fuzzy brought up is they take something as big as this to force this on you. And when you do go and purchase a real house in this digital space that is really yours, what type of ties do you have to this game? Now, 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 economically, you're invested in, 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 in this game in such a manner that it transcends how we consume our medium now. It changes everything, to be honest with you. And the fair proposition with it is enormous when you start to look at it. You just scared the hell out of me, Fuzzy, because I really didn't think about it until you said it. And my mind went straight, shot all the way through and said, damn, Mm -hmm. this is where we are possibly at the precipice of. And a game of this magnitude can enforce those same, those, those fears. It, it can actually happen. Imagine That's homeowners I... associations. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> if, I, if I'm like at, sitting at home just chilling and I get a notification on my phone that I got a digital uh, notification from the <laughs> HOA that I got weeds growing in my flower beds in my virtual yeah. house, I'm going to be pissed off. You forgot Notice to take you your, you to take your fake trash the can up to the curb like of trash <laughs> day. Yeah. Anyway, but sorry. It's, it's scary because honestly, fuzzy gta is about the only game that could probably do that and get away with it yep yeah literally the only game out there that could do that that's why it's scary it's interesting man uh fuzzy i just see that they would be the ones because with 2k being their parent company Mm -hmm. and like i said the founding fathers leaving and they kind of saw some writing on the wall they either got burned out or just didn't get along with the 2k management later on the way that they were pushing that game i could see now that something like this would be easier to implement and Mm -hmm. you know trying to figure out how to build the game around that 
as part of the reason why they took so long, not having a story, just making an online game pretty much and add content as you go and, you know, have these NFTs in there. I, I, as much as I don't want that to happen, I just, I'm, I'm not putting my Nostradamus hat on, but I, I just see <laughs> this, this will be the ones that try it and yeah. they will have the, the best shot. Nintendo's going to try it too, and we'll see how that goes with Nintendo fans. But these guys, I don't trust them. And I just see it being that that's going to be what they push. And people are either going to lay down or burn Rockstar down, which is one or the other. <laughs> mm-hmm. wow. That's that's what I wanted to talk about, honestly. Like, we already knew somewhere, shape, or form, there's a new GTA coming out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Period. There's. It was just a shocker to actually hear them say, "Now." Because we expected it a couple years ago part. for them to say something, yeah, but right. you know, it just never happened. It's like, okay, when are they going to do it? And it just to drop it like randomly in a tweet like that. Yeah. Kinda... But <laughs> I want to talk about how pissed off people were because there's a GTA being made and not a bully too. Mm-hmm. Nor any type of <laughs> any type of love for red table tennis. <laughs> well, right there, I did. I think they said I was blown away. I, like, was, was there a leak or something, or did they announce a Red Dead Redemption Two is getting an update, and there's also a Red Dead Redemption One remake coming as well? I, I know there's a rumor for the uh, Redemption remake. Yeah, I don't know anything about the update because a lot of people really been looking for a. Um, a Red Dead Redemption Online update, but literally that was trending all day when that news mm-hmm. broke. Like people are really pissed off because there's no bully two in the works. Or, or, or and it's like it's like not look, let's be real. GTA makes money. Yep. Period. <laughs> there, there, there's there's no second or third. There's no there's an A and a one. There's no two and three. There's no B and C. <laughs> GTA makes money. So why not come out with something else that could pops possibly make more money than yep. what they already have produced? On top of this, is still one of the best selling, if not the best selling video game. So why not? Why not do it? Why yeah. not? And it just it blew me away when I read those tweets because I spent a good 30 minutes. Just reading people comments and, and all type of stuff. And like people are really pissed off at this. And it's like at the end of the day, it's a money game. Yeah. It's a money game at the end of the day. I want to so see that. I want to see what's next for GTA. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. ready for that. It's been too and, and honestly, let's be real. I do see GTA 6. Yeah, you know, I'm kind I'm kind of 50-50 with it, but the main focus would definitely be online. And even to that, I think when they just dropped this last DLC with Dre and them, like, I feel like this was really to test the waters mm-hmm. to really see if we could make an online game and implement stories after stories, chapters after chapters into this to keep it going. So you got to do is just do what y'all do, make it free. And people will come in there to buy up. What what is that called? GTA coin? I don't even know. I don't even play GTA. Oh, it's like shark cards. Yeah, shark shark card. People will buy shark cards. People will continue to buy whatever to get the newest, hottest update on cars, the clothes, the missions, the weapons, whatever. Like it's it's simple math. Two plus two, simple math. Yep. Yeah. And it just blew me away when I was reading those people just really pissed off at this. 
Bully Two would not know. First off, okay, uh, how many people play Bully? Let's, let's, I hated it. It's Bully was literally a hit or miss. It wasn't no in between. It was yep. a hit or miss. Miss me. <laughs> yeah. Our, our, our good friend Three Bit, like it's one of his favorite games of all time. I never yeah, touched Bully because but I didn't, I like San Andreas, it never didn't appeal to me. <laughs> See, so why why put an extra two three years into making a Bully game, and you got people that either literally hate it or love it, no in between. Yep. Like why? Red Dead Redemption, if anything, Red Dead Redemption probably deserve a little more love. Yeah. Because people do, there's a community out there. There's a guy now I'm friends with. He's on Twitch. I mean, he he averaged about six, seven hundred views every time he turned on GTA. Me on Red Dead Redemption Online. Yeah. Like that's what his channel's built off of. Mm-hmm. You know, he he approaching a million a million followers on TikTok, built uh, off look. of built off of Red Dead Redemption. Like the community is strong. Mm-hmm. So if anything, they had the right to be upset. But bully. What? Yeah. <laughs> Are yeah. you serious? I, I was surprised. I, I mean, I, w- I would like to see a midnight club at some point. Like, I would. I want to see more variety, like from all of these publishers. Like Activision just did. Okay, yeah, it's making money, but Activision just turned into a Call of Duty developer. Two K yeah. now is not really making anything. I mean, they had like the Tony Hawk. Oh wait, no, that, that was Activision. Sorry. Uh, no, that was it. Who, who, yeah. What is Two K making besides the besides basketball and wrestling? Wrestling. Now? Yeah, that's it, right? That's I mean, pretty good. much. I like, think that come out next that, month. They got like, they pushed that back. They got like uh, their other subsidiaries, like Private Division and stuff like that. They're doing, um, they're, they're doing like a ton of money though, interesting things, you know. But mm-hmm. um, as far as like GTA, I would like to see like the classic Rockstar come back a little bit and, and do a little bit more variety, right? But we'll never yeah. see it. Well, what we'll no. see is like we saw in GTA. We'll see racing more racing implementation into GTA in the future. We'll see more mm-hmm. of the sports implementation into gta in the future we'll see all these different aspects real but, gambling yeah real gambling hey uh when are your very own nft poker chips yeah <laughs> that that stuff is going to really yep. happen like real online betting yeah. you know uh, oh and when you when you see it it's it's going to be a shocker when you when you sit down at the table and you're playing poker and they say, well, you know, are you in? And you have to put in your password to go to your bank account to send your money in yep. if you're in. <clears throat> this is the game that that can actually bring all those fair propositions to the forefront. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be a lot of legislator legislations after the game is released. I think this game is going to be heavily disruptive after it's released after they see what it does uh um in the ecosystem once it's out but again i I still believe that this remake on five is going to give it its its air they're still watching the market still checking and see how um they can monopolize uh the nfts uh the gambling prospect of things how they can extrapolate as much monetary gain from that release because it's probably one of the single most anticipated titles that is multi-plat across all boards yeah and when it does drop it's going to sell mm-hmm. like a blockbuster film yep yep that name alone that name alone yeah. grand death auto that name alone is going to do amazing numbers yeah day one first hour 
Guarantee. Hopefully it ain't nothing crazy. And, and when you go to that fake GTA I mean, I'm gonna, hey, club I'm and you got to put in your real credit card. <laughs> I'm going to be just like real life. I'm going to tuck it in. That's <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. Um, but hey, guys, this was a super fun show. Um, chat, you guys rock as always. Uh, thank you for being here. Um, King David's bringing the heat and bringing the fun as always and the knowledge as well i mean this this guy's like a it's like a savant with reading the future i think you know people always thought you were crazy at times you know and it it seems like the stuff that you randomly say sometimes and people like what the hell did you just say all the stuff happens like happens Mm -hmm. like man i remember when king david said that like a year ago and like just mm-hmm. off the cuff. That's, and that's what you need in your group to get you to think outside the box. Yeah. That's what you need. Paint a bigger picture. Yeah. Uh, it, I, I love uh, it. I try. And, and I also try not to listen to the actual people that are inside my DMs <laughs> because <laughs> when, when I say stuff, I just don't say, like if I say the number is uh, 35 million a game pass, right? But Microsoft comes out and says that it's 25 million, right? That's 25 million concurrent subscribers that is on the probably the $14.99 or $9.99 complete yeah. deal, right? Mm-hmm. That other dollar stuff that these dudes be barking at, that's the other $8 million. So mm-hmm. they're not going to count those dudes until they're into the reoccurring cycle. But they're going to count the concrete dudes, right? So if I yell out a number, it's because I yell out a number because I actually know a certain number. I don't yell out a number just be talking out of the side of my neck. It's just because I know a certain number. And yeah, I'm not Microsoft. I don't work for Microsoft and I don't care about it. So I can say whatever I say and they were like, oh, he's kooky and crazy. But then when you realize, oh my God, he was talking the truth. <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. Thanks for being here, King. Um, I want to make sure if some reason, somehow, people don't know where to find your yourself. Uh, but talk about Iron Lords, talk about statues and everything you got going on. First, um, out there. And foremost, I want to thank you, Mav. I want to thank you, Key. I want to thank you, Fuzzy, uh, for having me to have this discussion. I love your beautiful backgrounds. I love everything that's going on in there. I swear, it's it's like it's taking me aback. It, yo, so crazy that I didn't know Key had a PlayStation right there because I was so <laughs> yeah. drawn. To well, the controllers I, I, on the I was trying to hide it from my Adidas shoe. Oh, okay. That's what's up. Uh, my, my, my Lego Adidas shoe up there. That's Lego. That's lit. <laughs> yeah, oh. this, this is my Lego. I, I love it. Oh, you can, put the, you can put the tongue up? You put the tongue up? Yeah. Yo, yeah. It even came in an actual Adidas shoe box. It's, it's pretty sweet. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's, I, see, I, I'm, I'm into stuff like that. I'm, I'm into that, 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 that beautiful stuff that everybody finds kooky that, that makes you an individual as a person. Buzzy, mm-hmm. I'm definitely coming back because I want to see your background, buddy. No, no, no pressure, no pressure, none at all. Uh-huh. And the last time I was with Mav, I think he was. You had like a pool room or something <laughs> going on. Oh yeah, I got that's my game room. I had like the picture up, like if my background, just because uh, this room wasn't as cool back then. <laughs> oh, it's cool as hell right now, brother. It is cool as hell. I love those neon lights. I love this stuff. Um. And like I said, I thank you again for even inviting me on your platform. Um, I, like I said, I, I, I see and I watch you, uh, you know, at night. And sometimes, sometimes I'm watching stuff. So yeah, you never know uh, who's watching, me. you know. Because no, you don't. Yeah. Right? 
So, and yeah, that's why I tell people, be careful what they say online. Mm-hmm. You know, Phil be up playing at night. Um, <laughs> he's watching. Um, you can catch me on Iron Lords podcast Sunday at 1 p.m. during football season. And um, I mean, off of football season and 11 a.m. during football season. I'm so happy it's over. Um, <laughs> that's it. I'm a Jet fan, so I really don't care. Catch me on Twitter, King David OTW, where you can find me giving the smoke to every last individual that actually feels like they want it. I don't know why. It's stupidity. I have taken down so many PlayStation generals that they're scared to talk to me now. But we're all good friends. Um, also, DCX, that's Dolph Castle X, Fridays, 9 p.m. That's the reason why I can't be on, you know, Map Show on Fridays. Because, um... I sit down with uh, fellow uh, statue collectors, a couple of millionaires, uh, talking these high-end statues. And uh, you can go to LogNet, uh, that's LordsOfGaming.net. That's our uh, website where you can see uh, some of these statues that I have up there, King of the Statues, Combat Talk with the King. Um, I just unboxed three statues today. That was Lady Death, uh, XM Studios, um i'm doing planet hawk right now and i'm going to do ultron xm studios ultron i'm a huge ultron fan so what i tried to do is give you a story and history of uh how i feel about the characters why i got the characters and what they mean to me so not necessarily about a hey i got this statue that's like uh fifteen sixteen hundred dollars um and, and yo go get this no it's just giving you an insight on what i collect and what is near and dear to me and hopefully it's near and dear to you and hopefully i can share a story with you that you've read in the comic books and that you agree with me on and if you do or don't like write a comment at the bottom and we can talk about it yeah man um all awesome stuff dude and you're always busy with with everything again i mean you're you're is that a base is, like is it's your basement that you're down in, with all of your yeah. stuff yeah, I mean, this it's is like, uh, one of my rooms. This is the, the media room. Uh, behind me is the red room. Um, I moved the purple room from the back over here because uh, we had an accident. So I moved the purple room upstairs, and that's the room that I'm actually in working on right now. Right on, man. That's awesome, dude. Um, now, as well as somebody's here every week and also helps me on Mondays with another show, um, the one and only Fuzzy Belvedere, Felix the Cat. Who King's putting on the on the spot here, saying that he needs to get himself situated with a camera, and he's putting yes. the pressure on, saying you need to have a fancy background and everything. We'll <laughs> no, see what no, happens. We'll see what ha- we'll see what happens there, Fuzzy. <laughs> but hey, man, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for being here as always, dude. And where can people find you, man? Oh, I just want to say it was awesome being on here with King, man. I I love your your vantage point on things, and basically just looking at things from a different perspective than a lot of people do and just dropping facts <laughs> and, and, right. and some, some, you know, awesome nuggets as far as things to think about and stuff like that. Uh, always love being here with you, Mav and key. You guys are always awesome. And thanks to everybody that joined us in the chat uh, for people that want to hear my ramblings on Forza or other video games. You can always find me on Twitter at fuzzy underscore uh, Belvedere. Uh, you can find me on Monday with Mav here on the, uh, his channel doing tidbits, you know, the weekend review or uh, like the game, new game releases, you know, a few hidden gems that some people may have overlooked. We always try to point some of those out that are, you know, readily available that week. Uh, and then you can 
find me here on or find me on Friday with uh, Mr. Boomstick XL on Double Barrel Gaming for Breakfast with Boom with uh, uh, Mr. Boomstick with uh, Crispy Bomb, Dreadpool, Big Cloud Gaming, VJ, and sometimes uh, Mr. Bad Bit. Just going over the weekend uh, Xbox news, and that's on 10 a.m. Uh, Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, find me here always Saturday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on FSP. And later on tonight, within probably the next minute or two, yep. on the Shop Podcast with PTK Blam, Pong Soul, and Centurion 1307. Like I said, it's all. Uh, this was an awesome show. Thanks for having me on. Greatly appreciate it. Appreciate you, Fuzzy, as always. And the amazing Lee, one of the nicest guys out there in the world, I think, is uh, <laughs> Key. Um, man, love love having you on the show again, guys. This, this show's uh, been turning into something that I like. I really hoped it could be, and uh, it's because of you guys. So appreciate you as well, uh, Key. Where can everybody find you? Definitely can find me here. Come on, now, every Saturday, six p.m. And um, catch me on Twitter if you want to talk some some craziness. I'm all about craziness. That's why I love talking. So. Definitely can find me over there on Game and Key. And um, got my YouTube channel, Just Key. Trying to figure out some things because I've been away for work. Took me away from my channel, so I'm trying to get back into the groove of walkthroughs. I'm just now playing Dying Light 2. Um, got a couple other games I'm going to be playing on there. And, yeah, trying to get back into it. Have a show I'm working really hard on to, to get out by March. So hopefully that will all far nice. to place as well so um I, I got some things even when i'm not on the stream I'm, I'm, I'm mentally i'm on the stream trying to figure out how to improve it so king man love 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 the discussions man the debates and just at the end of the day man just having fun talking about what yes, we love sir. man that's that's what i love man just talking to people just about what we love you know so you could you could love mcdonald's i could love Burger King, one could love Wendy's. It's just all about we love eating food. So that's that's <laughs> right. you know that's what it's about, baby. <laughs> I'm with hell right now. Hey, me too. Real talk. <laughs> that's why I bring it up. But, uh, but now no, I'm trying hey. to decide which one of those three I'm going to go get right now. Yeah, yeah there you oh, go. my wife is cooking right now. That's yeah, my, my eyes cooking out. Yeah. She, oh, she you can smell the door. Yeah, no, no. The door, and I can smell mine. She, she, he can ooh. smell his. I, I, I heard her. You know because. I'm gonna tell you right now, she puts together some stuff that I just. I've been seeing the pictures, man. I've been seeing the pictures too. Hey, you got me in trouble too, man. You got me in trouble because I didn't (laughs) did one of these to my wife. You know, like my like. You see this picture? Like, damn, you see this? You know, I I get I get that head turned. So, what you trying to say? You know. Right. <laughs> but no, hey, I, I definitely appreciate chopping it up with you. Um, oh, yeah, this, this was fun, man. I, I loved it. I love it. This is fun. So I'm glad you showed me that sneaker at the end. Yeah. Oh, You'll yeah. see it on King's yeah. Shelf next week, probably. No, no, nah, nah, actually. Hey, do an unboxing <laughs> to put it together, you know, well, listen, tell some stories. Listen, uh, I'm, I'm working on some stuff. And like I was telling Mav in the green room, um, the way I'm going to do KOS, I'm going to do KOS a little bit different. Uh, I know uh, in this financial crunch right now, uh, people don't have a uh, 1600 for a statue, mm-hmm. even without the financial crunch. Um, my thing is I'm trying to share my passion with everybody. So I've partnered with a couple of my uh, good friends in Singapore because I'm an XM uh, uh, distributor from um, uh, through a subsidiary 
in Singapore. So if they purchase statues through me, they get to them a three-day drop ship if you're looking for XM Studio statues. Um, for those that, that can't, the, the new way that I do KOS, you're going to be able to get pops. You're going to be able to get uh, comic books. You're going to be able to get... Um, uh sideshow stuff you're going to be able to get all types of statues and stuff maybe some pvc stuff maybe some merch that i actually get from other sponsors like microsoft or whatever this stuff is going to be in a fun way that's going to revolutionize how we interact with uh youtube so um i'm just trying to to get everybody into the cool stuff you know um and, and on board with uh, the passion that we got, just you know, trying to bring us a little bit closer together and have a little bit more in common. I can, man. I love it, dude. Uh, nothing wrong with sharing joy and love for the things that you're interested in, your hobbies, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what it's all about. That's why we're called Fun Speculation. It brings the fun to the discussion of everything that we love and what we spend our time actually doing, right? So um, appreciate you guys here, chat again. You guys are amazing. And we'll have another um, awesome show coming at you next week with Fun Pop on Wednesday. PM and the PM on Thursday with Punk Soul. We got Xbox Ultimate next Friday. And FSP will be back again next Saturday. Check out these shows on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and more. And, hey, for all of you watching on replay, I appreciate it. Don't forget to hit the like button uh, on your way out. It greatly helps us grow. And appreciate you guys. Thank you. And have a good one. Bye-bye. Peace. Much love, y'all. Be safe.